Welcome, 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 welcome back for the final time. Od live. Stop ruining my fucking intros, man. I'm trying to give you some flavor for them tired ass intros. Listen, it worked for this year. This year, it's gonna work for next year. I know it's going to work forever. The goal for next year is to elevate and do better, bitch. And we we are doing better by keeping the same intro. Shout out and cheers. Exactly. You like how I flipped that around, right? By the time y'all be hearing this, it'll be 2023. So what's up? Happy New Year in advance from everybody at Jersey Zone Dynasty. But before I get into that, I'm the Kizzy Kid, your host with the most, the JLD boss down himself, the number one motherfucker out here, doing it, killing it, still doing the thing. And let me have it. I got my co-host, the bitch ass nigga. (laughs) You done? Can I get my intro in? Sure, Greg, got it. This is CJ, aka the real David Ruffin, aka the talent, aka the voice, aka the wish the nigga you wish you could be, aka nobody came to see you, Otis, aka make babies not war. Stupid. Call me Ruffin. Man. Alright, so before we get into this shit, can we get the sad shit out the way? Not even All the right, sad shit. Wait, wait, wait. Not even the sad shit. Not even the sad shit. Because you guys say shout out to... Oh, hold up, hold up. New drinking game. If every time you get a shout out, take a shot. We will all die in the first five minutes of this episode. Stop it. Shout out to sponsorships. Shout out to Anchor. That's three, shout out to Spotify. Shots. Three shots. They, they, they write our checks, Coley. Shout out to the sponsorships. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Anchor. Then why don't you have... Why See, Penis this is too. why we, this is why we can't have nice things. So why why y'all gotta do this when we when we have the fucking when we're trying to sit there and thank the people who pay us, nigga? What's the sponsor segment for? We give them extra shoutouts. They love that. Do they give us extra money? Yes, they do. Actually, yeah, no, they don't. Anyway, shout out to sponsor our sponsors. Shout out to Anchor Titties. Shout out to Spotify. I'm about to kick y'all. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Spotify. He's a personality. Shout out to Anchor. <laughs> Shout out to Spotify. I said this like three times already. Shout out to everybody. I'm out not there. going. More of it. Yes. I'm not going on after all them shoutouts. I'm a little fucked up. I'm we can't. We can't. We can't do it without you. We can't do it without you. Even though our co-hosts and people don't seem like they appreciate you, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. We appreciate yep. all of you. I just rather this nigga appreciate you in less than five minutes. It's only two minutes that we've been recording. It feels like fifteen. Uh, this I just want to give. This I has already give, been a mistake, bro. It's not. I just want to give a disclaimer. Minutes. I'm a little fucked up, so my opinion's gonna be a little more raw and uncut than usual. Coley's been drinking. I don't know if that's much of a difference. And, and wrong. Don't forget wrong. You're wrong too. Yeah, most definitely. Wrong to you, bitch. Wrong, I don't wrong. know if that's gonna make much of a difference. I'm just giving y'all a heads up. It's New Year's Eve. I we feel like by it? now y'all shouldn't be surprised by shit I say, but you know what? I find a way to surprise me. We drinking and rocking, we rocking and drinking. That may be the new day, the name of the episode. <laughs> Rock the boat like Megan. Rock, no, no, stop. Drive it. the boat like stop Megan. It, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. We're gonna get into that later. But for now, or that's like a main event topic. Let's start, let's start, let's start off like there. Congratulations from everybody for making it through 2022. Um, but like I said, by the time you hear this, it'll be 2023. So happy new year in advance. I just also just want to say, you know, R.I.P. and rest in peace to those that didn't make it this year. I just want to shout out some names. Rest in peace to DJ Twitch. 
which is rest in peace to Barbara Walters, who just died like the other day. Yesterday, I think. Yesterday, thanks, Terry. Dang, yesterday, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Ninety three. Ninety three years old. Rest in peace to Jason David Frank, aka Tommy, the Green Ranger. Legendary. AKA that green smoke demon. AKA right. the only nigga that ever jumped in the robots and beat they bitch ass comrades outside so their own goddamn robot. 100%. But let's not act like he ain't smacked Trini RIP into the front driver's seat from the rear passenger seat. Let's All I'm saying is, goddamn, that nigga was a smoke demon. He was the Green Ranger. Let's be real. Legendary shit. Black Air Force energy in a green jumpsuit. I'm just saying. And That's a little different. And became even be- even just as good when he became the White Ranger, too. So I mean, the White Ranger was a, was a step up, but let's not act like that green. I don't care. White I love the White Ranger. I love the White Ranger. I love the Black Ranger version of him. But that Green Ranger, that was Black Air Force energy. But RIP to him. I ain't never seen the Pirates get their ass whooped that thoroughly. <laughs> Shit was crazy, man. But um, RIP to him. Oh, my God. That nigga Dixon said, try picking on me. This nigga threw his dagger out of the set. Jason bitch ass down. He did. He did. He did. He did. R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to Kevin Conroy, a.k.a. one of the realest. No, 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 no. Say it right. Say it right. Say it, say it right. Kevin Conroy. No, a.k.a. rest in peace to Batman. Yeah, that's who. He was Batman. Because that is Batman. That is Batman. So R.I.P. to him. And I'm still glad we got Mark Hamill because that those two will always be Batman and the Joker. Facts. R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels as well. That was, a, that was an unfortunate loss this year. And also, R.I.P. to Kimberly. Miss you, love. You know, that one's just personal. And recipes to all those who we might have forgot, or the ones that we didn't know. Anybody that's lost a loved one, this wait, is for wait, you. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, on a serious note, I just um, I want to send a prayer out for healing and you know um, restoration to all the bitches that Kevin Samuels did damage to their souls on because they still talking about this nigga five years after five months after his death. So I mean, like this nigga wasn't here for long, but this nigga is never gonna go away. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely made some type of impact. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to everybody that, like I said, has been gone. And, um, you know, you're missed. And from there, we can just sit there and talk about New Year's. Because it's currently, right now, it's December 31st. But like I said, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be 2023. So, with that being said, let's get some New Year's resolutions going. Coley, what's your New Year's resolution? (sighs) I don't believe in New Year's resolution. If you want to do better for your life, you'll do better regardless of what time of year it is. Okay. So but you know what? I take, I got one thing, though. If nothing else, if we're going to leave anything in 2022, can we please leave these Whitney Houston biopic movies, biography movies in 2022? Because all of them have never been good. They don't never deal with no real shit. And I feel like if you're going to have, if you're going to give somebody like, what, eight, nine biopics at this point, at least one of them need to be good. Because let's be real. Don't know, none of them actually deal with the shit Whitney was really going through. Like, if I see a Whitney Houston biopic, I want to see Whitney cracked out. I want to see Whitney on the other side of that Wendy Williams call talking about crack is whack. I want to see Win- Whitney and Bobby in their toxic, beautiful-ass relationship. I want to see that shit. I want to see it all. If you ain't going to give me all that shit, I don't want to see it. And we're going to stop blaming Bobby for all the Whitney's bullshit, all right? I think at this point in time, we can all have that real conversation that it wasn't Bobby. It was always with me. Not saying they didn't have their shit, but we ain't going to blame Bobby for her shit, though. And you know what? I don't think about it. Hey, yo. Quick question. Mm-hmm. What other kind of black biopics would you rather see in, come, in the year, like, coming out? Like, you know, 
Because I was just saying, we had, like, so many Whitney Houston biopic movies. Like, there are so many other black, great legends we have that could deserve, like, you know, some kind of shine. So, like, what would you rather see? Like, a, what, prince, a Prince one would be dope. I feel like a Prince and the Michael Jackson one are, like, the God-tier ones that we'll never get because it's just so hard to get it right. Um, like, I didn't realize how, like, this is why I will say, if nothing else, I will give it credit the Jackson 5 movie, The American Dream, that was the best casting I've ever seen from Michael Jackson. Yeah. That, that wasn't trying to play in his face. True. So, I mean, I would really, like, I really think, like, that's gonna be some shit, though. If you ever got, like, a real Michael Jackson biopic. But you know what I want, though? I want a TV show about The Temptations. I thought there was one. It's like a, a miniseries, which is dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, that shit is a god tier. But I want to see, like, I want them to really, like, dig into their backstories, their lives, and all the drama with Motown. Like, I really want, like, a whole series on Motown and all the crazy-ass shit they was doing back in that time. Mm-hmm. Because that shit would be better than any reality TV series we ever had now. So, what would be, one, like, you, what'd be like, a biopic you'd like to see? A biopic? I just said, I would probably the Prince one. But besides that? Besides that, another black, do they have to be dead? They could be alive? No, they could be dead. I mean, alive, dead, or even like when they had when you was right, like you were like a you know a newer. I would love to see a Jay Z one, or a Nas one. That'd be fire. All right, now I'm thinking about it. This is one thing I don't want to do is that you don't want to do hip hop or rap. No, no, not that. It's just I don't want biopics if they're not going to be true to the artist's life. You feel me? Okay. Because. A lot of the times, like, these artists don't want to tell their whole story. Like, they don't want to tell you the bad parts. They just always want to show you the highlights of the good part and shit. And I'm like, if I want to see, if I want to see somebody's life, I want to see the, not all of it, but, like, the totality of their life. I want to see the good and bad. Okay. Like, let's be real. Ray wouldn't have been shit if you ain't see him go through rehab and, like, really build himself back up. Okay. Okay. No. I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I agree with you. I agree with you. The shit is interesting if we could have, like, more. Because there is... It, and it needs to be true to life. You're right. It, and Because there's those people that I just said, like Jay-Z, for example, he we don't know too much about his personal life. We know very little, actually, now that we think about it. Now that I think about it. So a better person would be uh, of a legend that we, that, we, that we could think. Stevie. And he's still alive. But he's in, like, in, a, in, in, in behind the scenes and shit. So, but Stevie... We can definitely get a biopic on Stevie. You know what? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a re of a you know a newer version of a Little Richard story because I feel like that would be dope too. That would be dope too. That would be dope too. Little Richard is is fire. So and a very unappreciated legend, Smokey Robinson too. That just honestly, but that's too. why I say like if you're going to do Smokey and all that, I would much rather they just do an entire Motown series because. There were so many acts, so many legendary uh, creatives that were around at that one time. That's what made Motown so, which made Motown Motown. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like maybe an anthology series where like maybe one series, one season you follow the Temptations, next you follow the Supremes, and then you know go through time and shit. Even just like follow Smokey and Barry, see how they built Motown, and then finally ended off with the Jackson Five. Right. Like, I would love to see that. Like, I could see them doing so well with that. Because, like, look how Dreamgirls worked out. Like, that was amazing. If you get some real good actors behind these characters to really bring out the humanity behind these niggas, I would love it, honestly. Yes. 
But I think a lot of people ain't going to sign off because they were doing some wretched ass shit back in them days. <laughs> no, they was definitely doing a lot of things. That was crazy. Alright, so... Got one for you. Okay. Since we're doing like a quote-unquote year-end wrap-up, what's your favorite podcast of the year? My favorite podcast of ours? Oh, man. This year, motherfucker. Oh, this year. The episode that I gotta say I love was one of our most recent ones. It was the one... It was probably the last one we did, the White Henny Talk. Because <laughs> that shit was hilarious, man. And it got a lot of and it got a lot of views. Like a lot of people seem to really think of it. I had a lot of people personally sit there hit me up and say like they loved it and shit like that. That's that one was definitely like my top one. If not if not, there's another one, but I'm gonna go through the list and like tell you. But so but until then you can you can sit there and think, what about yours? Mine would be I forgot the particular title of the episode, but it was the one where we talked about the black therapist who like talked shit about black men and then got herself fired and Got mad about getting fired about. This Why is shit? your shit always connected to some hate shit on hating shit on women? No, it's not. What the fuck you mean? Hating <laughs> women? Like, I'm just, I'm just trolling. Nah, you. I mean, but nah, come on. Like, <laughs> I like that. I like the discussion we had about regarding like mental health and like the responsibility that a therapist may have to somebody's mental health mm-hmm. or their patients and just like basic professionalism. I loved where that conversation went. Right. No, the conversation was phenomenal. Excuse me, phenomenal during that. My apologies. Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorites. So I see you talking about. So I know I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I don't watch the show. But I heard Atlanta finally ended. Yes, because I went to. Sleep. It was. Was it, was it worth it? Was it worth it? You think I wear my? Yeah. Yes. Hello. Oh, sorry. Yes. No. It was definitely. It was definitely worth it. Atlanta en- ending was the ending was definitely worth it. It was um. I like the fact that they ended it on like a not a cliffhanger, but a, um, what's that shit called? Uh, what's that thing called, yo? Uh, not a cliffhanger, but like they ended it ambiguously, meaning like you can like interpret it yourself, depending on how the ending goes. Okay, I mean I'm not watching that shit. No, nah, it was wor- it was worth it, bro. No, I mean personally, I heard it was a great show. I heard nothing but amazing things about it. It's just I feel like after that first season, I just never really got back into it after that. And I say, and now that there's a whole series is there, I say watch it all the way through. You'll, you'll I, love I, it. I kind of want to, but I'm just. Got not, it's it's it. really it's, it's honestly it's an interesting for me. That's kind of what it is. Why? I don't know. Just me, Atlanta has never really seemed that interesting to me. I don't know. Oh, to add on to it? I will give credit though that one episode when they did like that spoof on BET with all that shit, the transracial shit, is fucking hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Right. And to add, <laughs> and to add, and to add on to it, rest in peace to Takeoff as well. I forgot to put that one in there. My God, how do we forget about Takeoff? Yeah, we bugging. But. Damn. Mm-hmm. Takeoff. That's crazy. Uh, all right, so what, well, we uh, we got all past the sentimental shit. Now he's gonna have a regular episode. Oh, conjugal visit R and B. That was the other one. Okay, that just, might, just that, that that might be my alone. favorite. That might be my favorite. Just for that title alone. My that favorite. My favorite segment was the therapist one, but my favorite episode, conjugal visit R and B, definitely. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Yo, so here's something I never thought I would see, and this is why I feel like 2022, ever since 2020. The years have been going above and beyond to be extra as hell for some reason. Facts. But here's something I never thought I would see. 
how he end up with how he end the year with Master P and fucking Romeo, like little Romeo beefing with each other and shit. Yeah, I heard about that. What, please explain that to me because well, what is going on? Well, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. it was um basically Master P. I think it was actually it was when DJ Twitch had passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Master P wrote like uh, posted a little like short letter on whatever social media and basically you know sending condolences to his family and stuff. And then all I remember is little Romeo coming out saying like, "Oh, what? I, like basically like why didn't he have that kind of care for my sister when she was went going through her stuff?" Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a whole like, um, "You were never as rich as you claimed to be." I never got paid off of what I what I was doing when I was a kid. I like all the money he made when he was little Romeo went to pay off masterpiece taxes or something like that. And I'm and it just really kinda is kinda sad because you always see them stepping behind like you really saw Romeo step with his father along a lot of the time, so you know That's very true. Yeah, so I mean personally I don't have a dog in this fight. I just I one, I do think that is really I don't give a fuck who how you like little Romeo or hate Master P or whatever it is. I do think that's a little bit like bitch me to like try to expose your father on social media. Yeah, well, I I don't understand that because and mind you, I'm not I'm not we not in a relationship at all, so I'm not going to speak to what what I don't know. But what I do know is that you and your father seem like y'all always was close. So I feel like if nothing else, you can't say he was a deadbeat. You can't say he was a dare for you. So I feel like if he's not doing that, then you at least owe that man a conversation to his face and not on social media. Right now, if he's t- if he's not doing that, that's fine. But to me personally, and I for- I think um, I can't believe I'm agreeing with this bitch ass nigga. But D. L. Hughley, <laughs> he said a great he said a great point where it was basically you weren't trying to reconcile with your father. You were trying to embarrass him and get people to turn against him by going to social media and doing that shit. Right. And personally, like I, again, if he was a deadbeat or he wasn't there for them, I could respect it a little more. But knowing that he was for- there for them every day. I really can't. So now I'm wondering, like, what's it really about? And also, being real, Romeo, you a grown-ass man. Like, you thought your father was going to keep paying your bills for the rest of your life or something like that? I'm really wondering what it is. Like, There are people who definitely do. Didn't you go to ICDC college? Didn't you get your degree? Like, what the, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, now, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And I do understand, like, people do mess with child stars' monies and shit, but, like... If you're a child star, right, mm-hmm. and you're you're paying like and you're bringing and you're bringing in money for the family, right? Isn't that supposed to pay out the family bills? It's supposed to. Like I I get like his I don't I get if all his money went to paying all his father's taxes, that's fine. But isn't that doesn't that overall benefit you because it's maintaining a roof over your head? Like, and I'm being real, and I and crazy part is I had to really put Lil Romeo's rap career in perspective, like. The nigga really wasn't dropping number one hits like we really think he was, right? I mean, he had the hype and the rivalry with Bow Wow as well. That was he anywhere, wow. like, musically? Was he anywhere close to Bow Wow as far as, like, number one's accomplishments? When you look at the scope, no. But longevity? Back, but, but back then, I'm, it, that's it, why felt, I think, it felt like it. Yeah, it so felt, felt like it, but I'm talking about actual tangibles, not what it felt like, but actually what these niggas did. Like, right. You can't compare Lil Romeo to Bow Wow, honestly. Even though they were contemporaries at the time. They weren't the same, like, as far as, like, even though we don't, even though black people don't like giving Bow Wow his legend status, like, there's a real difference between Little Bow Wow and Little Romeo, right? Right. So, I mean, in my opinion, like, was he really making that much money? And who was putting that money into you? It was still your father. Mm-hmm. And it definitely was. So, let's not act like, you know, he was just taking your money and paying off his taxes. Like, he put money into you. 
you made it back. Now, I do think you should have access to your money if that's the case, but if he was paying off, like, stuff for you to keep y'all afloat, because if he goes down, y'all all go down. So I'm not understanding how that, like, he, it's like he just stole his money. Now, the rap snacks thing, nigga, I don't know what to tell you. I, that sounds like you just didn't do your research on them contracts or what the fuck ever. He did a, he complained about rap snacks? Like, he never got money for rap snacks, and I'm like, so you wait till now, and that was an issue, that was an issue now? Mm-hmm. Like, what's he really talking about? Like, that's, and this is sad, because, like, I usually, I usually fuck with Romeo. But I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck is the issue? Like, what do you feel about this? I feel that, like, I agree with you. Because, like, it, why now? What, like, made, what was the straw? My question, that was my question. That's my question. What broke, what's the straw that broke the camel's back on terms of this? You know what I mean? Like, did he, like, cut him off or something? Like, inheritance-wise or something like that? Or did he, like, like, what triggered him to sit there and talk about all this shit? You know what I mean? And then, like, I think it had even if that do- is true, you're just still doing, even if as a, you're technically a trust fund baby, bro. You're doing better than, like, majority of the country. I think it really you know had to. I mean? It like, really had to do more. Doesn't with, mean like, that your problems are not problems. Yeah, I think it just stems from like his. I think the initial issue stems from like it's his daddy issues. I th- also was like was his sister. I think his sister passed. I don't know if it was about suicide or something like that, but his sister passed recently. Oh, my condolences, RIP. And that I think that kind of led to the initial thing, but then it, to me it quickly turned into about being about money. Oh, so it's deflection. I feel like personally, mm. it sounds like deflection. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it actually is. Can't get sued over here. No, we're not speaking. We're not. We can't speak on facts. We're just looking from how it looks to us. Facts and, and this shit is crazy, but it's all good though, you know. Um, I don't know. What, what's, what's the update now? Did they? Did they? Did they reconcile? No, I just I think like Romeo said his piece, and I think Mr. P came back and like responded to it. Is basically like it's not what you're trying to paint it out to be, which I don't think it is because if it was that bad, I don't see you stepping behind your father like you have been all these years. If it was that bad, I agree. So I just, I just really want to know where, like, the truth is and the cap starts because I feel like there's got to be some cap in there. There's definitely some cap in there. We're not going to act like there's no cap in there. There's 100% cap in there. That being said, though, I don't think... Let me know if I'm bugging, but I don't think anybody has had a more eventful 2022 than Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Because I'm sitting here thinking like... <laughs> this nigga was like the main character of 2022. Oh my gosh, yo. And... He's probably going to be like the villain of 2023 too. But I had a um, very interesting conversation. Well, first of all, before I get into that interesting conversation, what do you think? Do you think he's going to be... you agree with me? you think he's going to be the villain for 2023 too? I think they're going to make him the villain of 2023 whether he is or not. Why? Why you say that? Because the way they operate and the way they put the way they throw on that word anti-Semitic. As of late, what yeah, yeah. Because I now it's because Kanye and I mean because Kanye will double down like a motherfucker on anything he does. Triple down, not even just double, quadruple down. Mm-hmm. I think it opened a door for him to always be the villain to somebody at least. Right. What are you saying? What are you gonna say? I was gonna say that um, like he's definitely going to be. The um, the villain, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like the way they paint him and everything like that. And not, don't get me wrong, we're not Kanye apologists. I'm not excusing all the shit that Hell he said no. and everything like that. He's fucking bugging, 100% bugging. But I see that like I think he really did it to sit there and bugged out to get out of his contracts. I think that was more the focus of the area. It was just the way that he went about it. 
was an awful way to go about it. Well, no, you know? no. I, well, that's where I, that's where we differ. I think the problem with Kanye is that that motherfucker be playing chess sometimes, even though it looked like the nigga playing checkers. Because I do agree, a lot of that was to get out of his contracts. But also, I think a lot of it was to expose the hypocrisy in the system, though. Not mm-hmm. saying like Kanye's some 4D, 4D chess-level genius. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But just the blatant hypocrisy where you can say anything you want about black people, but as soon as you say something about the Jews, then you lose everything. And yeah. also, like, and personally, I don't even fucking say Kanye showed you how dangerous one black man's opinion is when you can't, he can't be bought and you can't shake him out of it. Oh, when you sit there and um, speak your mind really freely, the, and I, like to me that the it, Kanye showed the world how much they hate when a black man speaks his mind and he has his own opinion. Um, I will sit there and I'll sit there and I'll go half of it on you. I say that like yeah. That that there is an aspect that is there. I don't think that's the main reason why they dislike Kanye, but I think they did prove that point. To to your point, I think they did prove that that like if they if a if a black man is sitting there and speaking out, they will sit there and try to shut you down real fast. But the part that I disagree on is like I said, the shit that he was saying, the way he was going about it, because the shit that he was saying was just wild shit. Like anybody that would say that, no matter what color they are, would sit there and get chastised for that shit. You can't go around sitting there and saying like, you know. Jewish people, the devil, and all the other stuff. It seems like the only people you can technically do that with is black people. It seems that Which way. Which is why I don't care. Which is, but, that doesn't make it okay. No, I'm, I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying it's okay at right, all. Right, right, But to the point of, if we're going to start calling out all injustices and we need, We need to call out everything. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's so that's saying. why I, that's why personally, I can't give a fuck when y'all let him say anything about black people, but, and this is why I do think that there was pushback Kanye, and this wasn't as much no but I, this is the problem yeah. I think Kanye is the type gotta of, give them that credit Kanye's the type of nigga who will test your principles to the fullest mm. as in like as far as him being like and, and I say this because I said this in a previous episode about how black people failed him and as a community we failed on this global stage is when we allowed him to get cancelled by everybody else and cheered it on because because there's a lot of people that want to see him fail period in general, no, and I'm, I'm only, only I said this earlier. I said this in previous episode. Ever seen jealousy just, of him? And no, no, like no, that. no. It's not that. I was saying like in previous. Episode, I said that's a factor of it. Well, it's not even that. that not not my point, but I'm saying though. Earlier, when um, he said what he said, right? I get addressing it and calling out what it is, but the way they did it, they literally economically lynched this nigga in front of everybody, and black people low key cheered on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, like. I don't think hurt feelings should be enough to take away a nigga's entire livelihood. I mean, now, I think Kanye getting all that shit taken away from him was actually him becoming free because now nobody owns him. I, I mean, I, I'll give you that, but at the same time, like, some of the things that got taken away from him made sense. Like, for example, the thing with Chase Bank. You can't sit there and say the shit that you said and then sit there and talk, because he talked shit about Chase Bank. He talked the shit about the president of Chase Bank. And then got surprised when the president of Chase Bank was like, all right, you talking shit, then you out of here, yo. Okay, now, that would be now, now here's, here's a question, that. here's a question, real quick. Right. What the fuck does my opinion have to do with my money? As if you're talking shit about okay, somebody else's that's business, not- they have the right to sit there and kick you out of said business and say, I don't want to do business with you anymore. They have a right. If you don't see how dangerous that is, because you don't like that the, is dangerous. Yes, you, you I'm don't not like how not. somebody how what somebody said. But it is what it is, bro. It happens all the time. Okay, that's not my. That's not a problem for me. I get that, but just the hypocrisy of it all is hilarious to me. You might not like how the nigga does it. I don't like how that nigga moves half the time. 
But obviously, I can respect the move when he made it makes sense. And this, these moves made sense to you? Not like you know. <laughs> I was gonna say these moves made sense. Not to you in the, not in the sense of I would have done it or like I like he's some kind of genius. Okay. But it's always about the way Kanye is a nigga who will always tap dance on a powder on a very on touchy, a powder keg. Yeah, like he'll tap dance on a powder keg, and that powder keg will really be some real shit. But because of his antics, how he moves, it's easy to lose his point in the antics. Yeah, I gotta. I had a, and also we have to remember that Kanye is bipolar. He is bipolar. Anybody that takes studies, st- takes and study psychology, me being a psychologist, like he has bipolar. He's he definitely has shows manic episode symptoms. He's definitely okay, shows. I, I really, I really will. I cannot. I'm not going to argue that. But also, I find funny though the quickest way to discredit a black man is attack his mental health or his sexuality. Not just a black man, any, 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 anybody. No, come on, no, 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 there's a fucking difference, Coley. But go on, go. It's called respecting decorum, sir. <laughs> no, it's not. But go on. Okay. Okay. Damn, now I lost my fucking point. That <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Nah, what are we talking about? Shit. What are we talking about, though? Oh. We're talking about Kanye. I know. What about this nigga? Um, we were talking about how he had, I was saying, you can't say shit that he, some of the shit that he has said, and then get surprised when niggas take shit away. Like, for example, sitting there and saying that, like, Adidas, I can say anti-Semitic shit, and Adidas won't drop me. Now what? I'm sorry, the company founded by Nazis? Yeah, I, listen, the hypocrisy is fucking nuts. But listen, they do have a right to sit there and be like, oh, word? Nah. I and get, now this is why this is why I say, look but at... Chase but, Bank, hear me, hear me, but what Chase Bank made though, more sense. To, let me, to that, that was a bad example. To that, Chase to that point, though, to that point, though, Nike has been stuck with almost $100 million worth of merchandise they can't move. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, like, even... We're not going to act like corruption doesn't happen in these big-ass no, I'm, companies. I'm, saying, definitely I'm saying, though, even to the point, though... But we still want to be sponsored by them, though. I don't give a fuck. Even <laughs> to the point, though, to the point I was saying, though, <laughs> is that right. even though it looks crazy, what, months after all the hype of it, all this shit went down, look at that. They can't move it without him because Kanye is a tastemaker whether they like it or not. And Kanye is one of the few people who has positioned himself into being a tastemaker and a real influence, an actual influencer. Because anything this nigga touch turns to gold, whether you hate him or not. This is true. We niggas clown the shit out of Yeezys and all that, all them fashion lines. They bought all that shit. He was. Selling. I mean, I bought Yeezys. Like I he, literally, off, right? he literally, right he literally put a bat, a garbage Since bag. He's comfortable too. He literally but then he started bugging. Nigga, can I talk? Yeah, go ahead. He put a literally put a garbage bag of clothes in the middle of the store, and the niggas still bought it. He had people buying garbage bags. Yeah, like I'm sorry, if that's not <laughs> real. Y'all shame on y'all for that, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same for you. If that ain't influence, I don't know what is. All I thought it was about the um was the um was the was the um not not Jesse Bean the yeah the Jesse Bean dude from um, Breaking Bad he can't keep getting away with this. But <laughs> <laughs> really went around his old garbage bags. But you know what's interesting though? What's up? Speaking of Kanye, I, I had a really interesting conversation with um a girl named Tuba. Shout out to her. Shout out to shout out to Tuba for this. Thing. I told her I told her I was gonna sit there and talk about this because we were talking about Kanye and I was talking her telling her about how I think it's also partly of the fact that he was bipolar. But I was sitting there and saying this is in the middle of all of this controversy before we found out like oh about the fact that's that, what I was talking about yeah and she said I understand that he's trying to get out of the contracts but I just think he's taking it too far with his statement and he shouldn't keep on following the situation I also wonder if this is really 
the only way for him to get out of these brand deals. And I sat there and I was like, yo, she's, she's absolutely right. Like, I wonder if that's the only thing. Like, she says, she, she said, because she's a lawyer. She's, she's studying in season school right now to be a lawyer. You're going to get it, love. Keep it, got it. Right? And she was like, like, I wonder how much he's, like, locked in, legally speaking. You know? Um, the bipolar is valid, but he can still be conscious of what you're saying is wrong. I feel like Kanye should be more aware of the impacts his words have. And I agree. He should. I don't think he's I don't think he's aware of how much I it, think Kanye is keenly aware of what his words have I don't think he's aware of the backlash that it will sit there and, and put into it. Because remember when he said slavery was a choice and then he got met and then he got surprised that all black people were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Well, here's my thing. You know, you here's, know what I'm here's my thing with the slavery was a choice thing. If you go back to that clip, he was about to explain the shit what he meant until Van Leeton cut him off and went on that speech. I mean, but you can't be mad Here, at him. I'm not, I'm not saying that I am saying that with Kanye, you cannot always react. You have to listen to what he says because Kanye will take the scenic route to get to his point. Mm-hmm. And that scenic route will take you to the hood a couple times. But once you get there, you can be like, I can see the point. Right, and this is not no apology shit. Not being a Kanye West apologist because that nigga does have some re- has some shit going on. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can't not like, and this is the thing I can't stand with this shit though because, and I get the whole mental health aspect. I really do, but please tell me, does every time he has an opinion and people don't like it, now it's a mental, it's a fucking manic attack? A lot of times, yes. How? Because, because no, 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 no. I'm being, I'm being real. Why is it every time he has an opinion that may not be popular, it's automatically a manic episode? What if he actually just has his fucking opinion? I mean, he has and his because, opinion. I mean, and, okay. and also, real talk, real talk. Unless you finish. And go. this is the shit I'm talking about when we say we don't know what this nigga is fighting behind the scenes. Two perfect examples of that. And this is just recently, maybe a couple days ago, if not yesterday. Um, I don't know if you know who Jeffree Star is, but I think he's like a big influencer celebrity thing. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I saw the tweets. Yeah. Yes. Wait, but but for the view, for the for the for listeners, not, yeah. go ahead. So um, basically, Jeffree Star is. I think he's a really big influencer. He's a. He, I think he's a crossdresser or a transgender person. I don't fucking know. I think not so. My, not my business. Anyway, a shout out to Jeffree Star. Though. Big following. He came out and said like um, in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, he was fighting to get out the Illuminati. He made it out. He was lucky to make it out alive, and he said. You don't basically. I'm not, and I really can't quote it. I don't have it in front of you, but basically, he said to the point of that part that I'm, that's relevant is that you don't know the type of shit they were doing in the Kanye West and Britney Spears behind the scenes. Oh no, we're not going to sit there and act like there isn't a no, force no. out there. And that I'm not, definitely I'm, and my, my thing is not. It's not really the Illuminati part because believe in that. I don't believe that's on you. But the thing that got me was the whole you don't know what these people are fighting behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and because it may look fucking crazy to us. It may make perfect sense to them, because we thought Britney Spears was going fucking crazy till we saw how her and her family were messing with her and her money. Right. Like so, I mean, like it's really easy to dismiss somebody for having a moment when you're not dealing with what they're doing. You're not fighting the fight they have. Like you literally had Kanye's trainer threatening to institutionalize him and make sure he never he's never right the same he's never the same again. Mm-hmm. And this is a nigga who has CIA training, all this shit. So it's like it's not just no regular fucking trainer. And he threatened this nigga that I will fucking in, I will fucking uh, what's it called uh, institutionalize you again. And hanging out with the kids will never be the same again. So me personally, I'm not saying that I don't know. I can't speak on a nigga's mental health or not. I don't know. But the, if somebody has power like that, do you not say they could easily misdiagnose this nigga and then act like everything he says is crazy? Like that's a great deflection, like tactic. Mm-hmm. 
And as far as a black man being a black man in America, the quickest way to attack a black man is his mental health and his sexuality. The quickest way to attack or discredit him. Now, this ain't no sitting there saying Kanye's some kind of black savior or something like that. <laughs> I was like, good. I'm glad you cleared that up. But I'm just saying, like, I, we don't know what he's fighting. We don't know what he's facing. Right. And honestly, let's be real. More often than not, every time he's come out and said some wild shit, a couple months later, he's always won. Um, like, real talk. Like, honestly, all the time, like, you can say a lot about Kanye, but this nigga don't lose. Like, this is the same nigga who was sitting on the college, um, Jesus, that song, Jesus Walks, for almost three years, a nigga saying it wasn't going to be hit, it wasn't going to be shit, it wasn't going to be shit. And when he finally got somebody who was believing in him enough to give him a chance, look what happened to that song. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. You, it's kind of hard to tell somebody with that kind of confidence and to be right all the time. You don't get to be a, be a, be a billionaire by being wrong a lot, unless you're white. No, that you, you, no, you can still you can still be wrong. <laughs> I know, bro, that. bro, to be a billionaire, you you can't be that wrong all the time. And this is one thing I will say, and I think I forgot who said this, but it was a great fucking point. You realize, right? When Kanye did that whole, um, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the, one of the greatest videos of all time thing mm-hmm. to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. What did he do after right after all that happened? That same night, that was a, the very same night he he um, released Runaway. Oh, okay. I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. So, you know, so to the douchebags, assholes, jerk offs, never take work off. Like a lot. Of, like think about that. If that ain't marketing genius, like, come on. Now, I'm not saying everything a nigga do is right, but... You know what I'm <laughs> I was going to say. Come on, I'm not, I'm not doing that, but I'm just not... I'm, I look, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. That's the only thing I'm saying with that shit. Yeah, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. That was well put. That was well put. That was well put. That was well put. I give that to you, you know? But, you know, you know what's even crazy is the fact that, like, you know, they're going to sit there and, and they need a villain. Yeah, they would. They, you know, they need a villain. And, and, let's, not, let's, and, and, and let's, not, let's not just put it on Kanye. But no, it's not we, just Kanye. We were like, it real, real talk, they do it with Elon Musk too. And, the, and Twitter. And, and, and just, not all, all that shit. thing. Like, let's talk about that. It's one thing when like people have such a focus on a thing like a Kanye. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be real. A lot of times there'll be some underhanded shit that's happening at the same time, but they want to focus you on Kanye because it's salacious or certain other things. Like, you know. But question for you. Has Elon Musk taken over Twitter being a net positive or a net negative? In my opinion? It's been a, it's been a fucking roller coaster. I, mean, I love it because I well okay I'll put it like this. I used to love it because I had Twitter stock but then I didn't love it when I found out that my fucking Twitter stock got sold because when he bought it and he switched it. Remember he did the shit with the employees and he and he switched the um, contracts and gave them like servants pay and all that shit. You want to know what he also did? He turned the public stock options off. So therefore, you can't publicly buy Twitter stock. I'm so, not mad. I so, paid so, pay them billion dollars. So I'm the public sure Twitter stock that I had that was going up, by the way, that shit I only paid five dollars. That shit was at least like at fifty bucks. That shit got sold for eighteen dollars without my permission because apparently with stocks you can do that, and it is. It's just like a section code of it, and within the um stock market that you can sit there and do that. I forgot what the the technical term is called. Forgive me. We've been drinking so. <laughs> No, nigga, you been drinking. Don't put that on me. You said earlier, I'm not gonna lie. You started the episode with I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little fucked up. Yeah, but I ain't fucking up. There's a difference. You did though. I'm fucked up and I'm fucking up is a difference. You're doing both, but you know. 
if you say so, my darling. Keep going, keep going. You're a star. So <laughs> I am the star, nigga. I said you're a at star. Least you said, admit it. At least you admit it. I said you're a star. I said that's the last time. I'm I David Ruffin. These are the temptations. That's the last time I compliment you. Shit, fuck out of here, hater. Nah, but go on. What do you think about the Elon Musk thing? Because I gave my opinion. I mean, personally, everybody bitching about it is still on Twitter, so I just don't see the point. And, I mean, what? We act like Twitter was some, like, bastion of respectful discourse before he got there. So, what are we... What's changed, really? Like, have you noticed anything changed on fucking Twitter? Like, if... Please. Outside of, like, the blue check marks thing, which I find funny anyway. But, nothing has changed. It's still Twitter. Ain't nobody getting policed and shit. So, explain to me what is so motherfucking different that he's doing. Wow, good job. And I'm the one fucking up. That wasn't me. Nigga, please. You lying bitch. I saw you. That wasn't me. No, but go on. You said that... No, I'm saying, like, what has he really changed? We can't changed? edit that out. What has he changed about Twitter? Like, nothing's changed. It's still the same thing. And let's not act like Twitter was some respectful bastion of communication before he got there. So I'm just... I really, like... I really think people are bitching about it because they just don't like... They don't have control over the shit no more. Because they don't like Elon. I think it's because they don't like Elon. I, I really think that's what it is because I mean like it's not like he's really done it he's like what has he drove into the ground like y'all y'all said oh we're leaving Twitter while still tweeting no the shit that had me dying is the fact that like the thing I do like about it I will admit I like the fact that he trolls with it because I think he's having fun with it because mm-hmm. it's about how cynical you gotta be or how crazy you gotta be you can tell that he's trolling having fun my thing is, how mm-hmm. stupid you gotta be to think somebody spent all that million, them millions of dollars on Twitter and they was gonna give it up because y'all don't like it? How stupid y'all gotta be for that to believe that shit? That's Not even just that. How crazy you gotta be to sit there and put up, yo, should I leave as CEO of Twitter? Have people sit there and say yes, everything, just to sit there and tweet, well, I'll do it when somebody else takes this motherfucking job. <laughs> No, and I, that's that's the that thing. That shit was oh my gosh! I saw that and was dying. Cause that's the that's like, the funny yeah, part. And who's, that is who's going to take over? Who wants to take over Twitter? Nobody does. Cause that's a thankless ass, fucking endless job of people shitting on you for no reason. I mean, look, yo, and a lot of his staff quit too. And no, I'm saying that was a factor. A lot of his staff quit too. Like, and but he gave him servants pay. Like, at a good amount from what I heard. You know? <laughs> That's the... I, 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 you gotta let... Like, make it make sense for me, because it's not make it... Like, make the math math. <laughs> you said make the math math? I'm, no, seriously. Honestly, like, because, like, this shit is not... Y'all can... Like, again, what are you mad about? What are they mad? I guess they're mad because, like... And let's not like, Twitter isn't the place just to be outraged, just to be outraged. Didn't he give Donald Trump back his Twitter? Okay, uh, fair. I'm asking. I don't I, know if it's true. I think so, yeah. But even then, I'm just sitting here like, and let's be real. Twitter became a very heavy left-leaning platform that really did respect both sides of the argument. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's very, very left, left, um, leftist. So, leftist. and let's be real. The only people who are really mad about this shit are the leftists because they don't have control over Twitter no more. And I'm not even on left or right. I'm just being like calling shit down the middle. Mm. That's a. Decent way to put it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and not. Gonna, Twitter has been very left. It, they've it's been, it's been shown within their research and shit. And don't get me wrong. I'm not Republican or anything like that, or right, or alt right, or whatever you want to call it. I'm more in the middle. I'm a centrist. Um, if anything, it's just interesting. But those facts are facts. If you do the research yourself, you will find that like yeah, it was very more 
appealing and definitely more um, serving to people that were on the left. Than yeah, because than after a while, you start seeing people who didn't agree with everything that was so liberal or whatever, they got started getting canceled slowly by slowly. Like, literally, like, I didn't realize it was that bad until, like, Trump became president, like, not president, but even running for president, and people who, like, may not necessarily agree with him, but just had, like, their own opinion were getting silenced, and I was like, wow. And it honestly showed me really, it was more YouTube that showed me that, because, like, how people, like, kept getting their videos demonetized, or their channels blocked because somebody didn't like what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's why I can't really be mad about it, and personally, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, though, how niggas be hating on niggas, that nigga Andrew Tate got arrested for human trafficking. Yeah, where at, though? I think Romania or something like that. Yeah, but I think he lives over there, though. And yeah, and I mean, personally, I just find it funny that as soon as he got with that issue with Greta Thunberg, now it's, he just ran No, it's like he's the most evil person in the world, right? Oh, I personally, I think people, I think, like, it's, people just wanted him to be, like, they don't even want to listen to what happened because I don't think anything really stuck. It was more just, like... Well, did you see the response that he had with, um, what's her name? I think Greta something, which I don't know who she is, but apparently she's, like, really famous or people like her a lot. I have no idea. I could care less. Well, no. She, you didn't see the post where she said, um, you have a small D energy or something like that? Ooh, burn. She said that. She said that to um Andrew. Everything like that. He said, "My dear, I have like thirty three cards and all this other stuff and whatever, whatever, whatever." Which I don't see what was the point of him saying that either. To be honest, I think she said something about like climate change. How people are like, she's one of the big climate change activists, so he kind of was trolling her and she trolled him back. And I guess she just trolled him back better than he did. Why is everybody trying to troll for though? That's my that's my nigga. Point. It's Twitter. What the fuck you expect? <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it is. It is. So, but you know what? We we say as somebody who's like more into like the younger generation because they definitely the generation like after us because they definitely said anything. So Mel, I got a question for you. What do you think about the Elon Musk thing with Twitter? I think it's funny. Why do you think it's funny? Because he's single handedly changing Twitter, having like everyone going against him and stuff. And he's and he's acknowledging everyone going against him, so he's turning stuff into memes. Honestly. Like, you see this, he was like, um, in like a new Twitter update, it allows you to show, um, it allows you to show how many, how many views, yep. like, your tweet got and stuff, everybody was hating on that, he was like, yo, what are you trying to smoke me for, I only care about my likes. So then he started posting memes to himself of, like, people arguing at him, and he says, yo, that don't matter as long as you get likes, right? And they showed, shoot, it was like everyone being quiet and stuff. Everyone still started ranting on him, saying, "Damn, I don't care." Especially, and then remember when um, you had to pay for verification. Oh my god, yo! Yeah, it's like it's like it's like eight dollars a month, right? So 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 anybody that anybody can be verified now. Yeah, get a blue check. Yeah, Yeah. so we can. Why don't we do that? It tells you the for difference. For JLD. Let's do it for JLD just to like, make a It difference. tells you the difference between whether you're verified because you're famous or verified because you bought it. Uh-huh. So then... Oh, this, they, you can tell the difference? Yeah. It'll be like, oh... oh. Well, back to earning it. Which, first of all, outside of the buying thing, I think that's actually smart because now people have to prove who they are before they go on Twitter. Because... Mm. You know how many fake bot accounts that be trying to act like there's somebody in tweeting for them. So. You're like, yo, you want to buy this account? <laughs> no, no, not, not even that. Like, no, the, these trying niggas, to like in, niggas, trying yeah. to impersonate people, misrepresent who these people are. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that happened. And he was, re- I think he came out and said like 
if you're caught doing that, you ain't get back on Twitter, period. And personally, the thing I love about this whole thing is that as much bitching and moaning as everybody's doing on Twitter, it still makes him money regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, they can hate it all they want. It's still making this fool millions. But Twitter is never going to be profitable, though. He, I think he's trying to make Twitter like a, like a, like a multi, not a multimedia, but like uh, a big business. Like a big business, but it's not, it's not like a Fortune 500 company, kind of like how Tesla is. But he's, but it's not though. It's like it's a social media platform. I think he's trying to bring more advertisers to it. But Twitter is so, Twitter's base and the way that they run things is so toxic per se that it makes it hard for them to sit there and. It makes it hard for it to become profitable. Does that make sense? I feel you, but that's the thing. Twitter, that's nothing else. Twitter gets the most, probably the most engagement out of any social media platform. So, honestly, to say it's not profitable is kind of like eh, maybe, eh. maybe, maybe besides TikTok. Yeah, but that's still, but that's not well as far as American-made social media apps. Wait, TikTok is not American-made. No, nah, I don't think I don't think anybody in America owns TikTok. I think it's. You can get, oh, China, China owns it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. No, that's why they. That's why TikTok gets away with a lot of other shit that other apps on from America don't get away with. Ah, uh, I see. That's why people have certain issues with how they do shit because of certain shit they be slipping in there that kids can get access to. Right. What about all right? So Mel, I got another question for you. What do you think about and uh, Kanye and all the crazy stuff that's going on with him? I ain't gonna lie. All right. I'm gonna be surprised. Actually, no, I'm not going to be surprised when he drops a whole album and that takes over, like, the entire year of 2023. He did, like, all this to build hype. And now you can't, like, argue with him. Say, yeah, I was faking this stuff, sacrificed anything, putting that hard work and stuff just to drop the hottest album. Matter of fact, no, not 2023. The whole decade. I'm satisfying, y'all. That's something Kanye would do. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's taking it. He's taking oh it far. With like, he's taking it way too far. But it's something I could see happening. You know what's funny though? I was just realizing this. Everybody seems to act like Kim Kardashian, some dutiful wife who held him down through all his shit. What well, are, are you referring to the statements he made recently? When she was crying and said it's hard, it's really hard co-parenting with him and everything like that. Which yeah. it probably is. It probably is. Nah, I don't think it is. In, 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 in a way, no, 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 when I'm he saying, gets to his manic I'm, moves, it could be I, hard. No, I, I get that's, that. That's he, where I'm coming but from. But here's my issue, though. Mm-hmm. You chose to marry that nigga made the episodes and all. No, I'm not saying cry me a river. I'm not saying that, but again, what would happen... She's she's acting like it's an issue now, but what happens if your kids inherit that? You going to throw them away, too? Probably... She's probably not going to, but I can. I wouldn't be surprised if they like made and a let's hate be, let's, let's, As the media, and, and, as the media okay, made okay, a hate okay, campaign. And let's be very fucking honest, though. She only started caring about his manic episodes when he started exposing their asses. Because they didn't care what Kanye was saying beforehand yeah. until he started blowing their shit up. Yeah, it started when he was talking about it. like, yo, I wanted to get a... I thought about getting an abortion when he was um, with Donald Trump, right? Yeah, and they, how you mad about him talking about an abortion you almost got when it's his kid? How the fuck he can't talk about that? Or, like, let's be real. The Kardashians love, turn, love going to TMZ to make Kanye look crazy when he just wanted to go his daughter's birthday. And why I was going to his daughter's birthday, such a thing if you are trying to be so open and co-parenting and all this shit. In person, I don't give a fuck what no niggas say. That Pete Davidson shit, any man who played with another nigga about his kids like that and they Facebook got stolen or done dirty 
or done way worse oh, yeah, a long time ago. I mean, I don't the feel fact, bad for like, real talk. Real talk <laughs> if like, I, I see if I see my daughter sitting on another nigga lap that my my ex wife know I don't like, I'm having a whole issue with that. Didn't he get on um, a tattoo of them cakes? Yes, he so, did. Yeah, like, now all, that, all that, that issues on the like, not, motherfucker. You must be playing in my face. It's not even. It's not even just that. The minute that he posted a t- a, a picture of him talking about I'm in bed with your wife right now, it was it's on sight from there. I'm sorry, it is on it's on sight from there. And here's the thing: you know this is how mean? you know it's bullshit because if you were if you were really with that woman, you wouldn't be saying I'm in bed with your wife. You'd be like I'm in bed I'm in bed with my girl, not your wife. So you are trying to antagonize this nigga. Exactly. And we don't know what Kim be doing to Kanye behind the scenes that will make him go this because you could she can sit there and be playing with this nigga's emotions and shit. And I'm not I'm not saying this nigga is. All the way balanced. I'm not saying he's he, not. He's not. I'm not here. To he's speak. not balanced. I'm not here to speak on that. I don't. No, I'm not here. I don't speak Excuse on me, what. Not he's on clearly that. not balanced. If that's your opinion, I'm not here to speak on that. All I'm saying though, it's funny. It was all good when they weren't when he was doing his shit to everybody else. But as soon as it came to the Kardashians, he started exposing how Chris Jenner is low key a pimp. It, there's there's no low key about that. No, it's I like know. an unspoken truth at this point. I know now, but like <laughs> you said, you know now. <laughs> like, like, we, I mean, it wasn't obvious back in like 2007, but you but know. no, it's like cause it's different when somebody puts a name, puts names and shit, and actually speaks about it, right? Because now we got Ray J really exposed to what the fuck happened with that whole deal, mm-hmm. aka you pimped your daughter out and literally made them reshoot the sex tape to get a better angle, huh? She literally. Chris Jenner made him and her and Ray make, make him and Kay and Ray J reshoot the sex tape so they can have better angles. <laughs> reshoot the sex tape. And yo, my thing yo, is, yo, I, I need you to, I need you to, mother, I need you to fuck my daughter at better angles. No, like, that's, that's, a, that's crazy. As a mother, oh man, like first off, if you going to do that, fine. You think Rob Kardashian is rolling in his grave on that? Nigga, backflipping in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's backflipping right now, having to claim, having them letting them niggas claim Chloe as his daughter. Yeah, no, stop it! Don't do that. <laughs> you don't know don't, that. Don't do you that. know that bitch built like a linebacker. Don't well, not, do that. Well, not no more, but you know, don't do that. Those shoulders and that forehead was strong. Don't do that. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Good go. Don't do. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, but it is. It is. It is wild. What about you? What about, what about you? What do you think about it? About um. The sex, the Pete Davidson, the sex tape thing, all that. Oh, that's oh yeah, no, it was, it was. Hold on, not get uh-huh. It was like funny for me to see, cause um, I was not paying attention to that at all. I knew like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian got together. I felt like that was to make Kanye mad even more. Honestly. Yeah. And it's it, like it's like okay, let's not you, act you like got all that, that type of shit happens on levels every day from guys and girls and and any type of relationship that's out there. Every type of like level of relationships has, that has happened at some point. And I'll be real, I was I was willing to believe that Kanye was just had an issue with Pete Davidson, and it was just more one sided until you saw Pete Davidson playing with this nigga in his face about his kids. Yeah. And that's when, and mind you, and this is the thing I can't stand. No matter what Kim Kardashian or anybody say, nobody can act. Nobody's going to sit there and act like Kanye don't step for his kids. He definitely do. That's true. So to act like try to act like he was some manic nigga that you couldn't trust around his kids, get the fuck out of here. Right. And I think, and I think, honestly, the kids are getting hip to like all the BS, yo. You ever see them kids? They look tired of Kim every time they with her. <laughs> I've never, I've actually never seen. Like that's why, that's um, why personally, I can't wait because I know for a fact when they get older, North, Saint, and um, Courtney Kardashian's oldest son Mason gonna be exposing that entire fucking family like it's their job. You think so? They've already done it when they. That's why they stopped letting them go on lives because they was really exposing shit. 
She like literally Norfolk's like, Mom, why are you speaking with that fake voice? You don't sound like that in real life. Oh. <laughs> they ain't <laughs> oh, never shit. let oh they ain't never let that little girl go back on fucking social media. And this is one thing I, I always found funny though. This nigga was fighting so hard to keep his daughter off social media because we know predators and pervs and all these people can be on it, but we're acting like a fucking eleven or twelve year old having social media somehow some kind of civil right now. Yeah, yeah, it's not. And it's let's not. be real, and it, and it, <laughs> it's not. And this, you should keep your kids off social media. And this is what I'm saying, like we're not paying until attention like they get to middle school. We're not paying attention or to high school. We're not paying yeah. attention to certain shit because think about it. The reason why Kim went in North on so, on TikTok so bad is because she was making money off of it to monetize it. Yeah. You can tell. So if we really, you can we, tell that was mine. So we're acting like Kanye's so crazy, but is he crazy or he's surrounded by other opportunistic motherfuckers on his kids? And knowing how how Chris Jenner played the game, it's okay. But because black women will never get over the fact that he chose a white girl over one of them, they'll sit there and hope hope for that nigga downfall no matter what happens. But then look at who Kanye has dated though. He has a history of dating like like other women outside of black women though, right? There's Amber Rose. His first, his first girlfriend, Amber Rose, hey Kim, guys. and then whoever else they were talking to. Right. Hello. Right. You know? But <laughs> there's other interesting aspects to it okay. that, that comes with that comes with everything. Okay. You know? Time. But it's all good, you know? It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Welcome, 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 welcome back to JLD Live. Coley. What happened? You want to hear something crazy, yo? You still a virgin? I was never a virgin. Oh. Wow, that's some crazy <laughs> shit to say. I haven't been a I haven't been a virgin since two thousand and seven. But it's yeah. I mean, shit. They don't know how old I am. It's good. We got other people here, by the way, people. We got Jada. Hi. Yeah, whatever. She's she, she not important. We got we got we got Keen, but he's but he's sleep. The Harlem kid. And then we got and then we got this motherfucker over here named Mel. I think he's special. The colorist. Remember him from the Jamaica episode? Not colorist. Colorist. I don't like black girls. The, the one that doesn't like black girls. Lighter skinned women. <laughs> you're I not. You're not helping yourself. I, I will stand by my answer. Y'all can't change me. <laughs> And the crazy thing is, this is being recorded. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, Coley, your boy's going to jail, yo. Your man's Tory, your man's Tory going to jail, yo. I thought he was going to get off too, yo. It looked like for a minute like he was going to get off, yo. But he's been found guilty. How you feel about that, man? I'll tell you my personal feelings, but how you feel about it? No, no, no. I said after you. How you feel about it? Well, just the verdict itself. Speak your mind, King. If they went to trial and they beat that nigga fair and square, I wouldn't have shit to say. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, nigga, you should got better lawyers. Calm it down. Fuck you. you Still say I got better lawyers, though. <laughs> That's being said, though, if you are looking at this shit from just an unbiased perspective, no sides on one or the other, you can see that there is just shit that just didn't go right with this trial that was not, like, straight up and down. A, big one. How you let one of the witnesses who had gunpowder residue on them go on the stand, give them immunity, and then they still plead the fifth, and literally the cops and the DA chose not to investigate that person. 
Like usually when you go right when something goes down, it don't matter who you is, what the story is. Everybody gets checked. Everybody's DNA gets t- tested to eliminate any type of possibility. Right. They didn't did none of that. They went straight for Tory because of what Megan said. Mm. I can accept that almost. But then when you got this bitch coming out saying she lied on Gail King, lied on all this shit, story changed so many times. Another strike. The very first thing this bitch gets on the stand and says is that I lied. To me... Who are you talking about, Meg? Meg, yeah. To me, that makes you uncredible. I thought, I thought Kelsey said that. No. Megan's first... Megan's very first words were on the stand was, I lied about the Gail King interview. We were having a sexual relationship. Oh well, we all knew that was a lie, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we and all we all and knew I she get was that. Capping. And a lot of a lot of women keep saying that. Oh, we're not talking about her sex life, but we kind of are because her sex life directly led to her whatever happened in that car. Yeah, facts. It did. So it did. You saying you never slept with Tori eliminates the fact that you and your friend had a fight. Because if you and your friend had a fight, why were you fighting? Because you were sleeping with your best friend's man. And what does that say about you? Yes, exactly. But also, when I would it, never be friends with her again. But also, it, it explains motive. Mm. Who had more reason to shoot? The oh. guy who you said, "Oh, your music sucks," or the best friend who found out you were some murder man behind her back? To play devil's advocate, ego it plays a motherfucker. And Tory Lane seems like he has a big ego. Why? What makes you think he has a big ego? I'm really wondering. Hmm. What makes you think he has like this? Other 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 shit that he's done. The fight with Travis Scott and thing like things like that. I said to play devil's advocate. I'm saying this. I'm not saying this is my personal take. Yeah, to me, but that just sounds like rappers having beef. I mean, he he's done other things that show that he has like an ego, but it's all good, bro. He's I mean, I, I I agree that I'm not saying he don't have an ego, but anybody in this in the rap game has an ego. So like, true. None of them niggas will, will get to where they were if there wasn't an ego involved. So mm-hmm. no no point. And then also, uh, your ego don't make it evidence. Like, just because you don't like somebody don't mean they did some shit and you try to put on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, mind you, my whole thing is, like, if you look at the story without, like, taking it, taking one person's story as fact and just look at what is presented, most of his evidence points to her best friend and not Kelsey, I mean, not Tori. Mm-hmm. But, as far as, for as Megan Brand, she needed to, she needed Tori to go down, in my opinion, because she, if that whole thing got out, the truth got out about how she really operated, it would fuck up her brand in a bad way. No. But how do you feel okay. about that? How do I feel about the branding and the fact that she... What? The fact that like she sat there and lied? Yeah. Typical shit, man. It okay, happens. Right. People lie all the time. Let me ask you a question. Do you think this is a fair, straight-up-and-down trial? No. I think that they need a fall person. They need more details that are not being told to us. That was there. I think the person that was that, that needed to be the fall person was Tori. I think they couldn't get Kelsey because of the immunity charge. And because they can't sit there and get Kelsey, they sat there and, and went for Tori. Because Tori has some type of guilt on him. It's just not... He's just not the only one. You what, guilt? I mean? what guilt does he have? Huh? What guilt? He did, like, sit there and cause the fight. He did sit there and shoot the gun. He didn't shoot... I don't think he shot her, but he did shoot in the air. Here's the thing, though. You know? Do we know for a fact he shot that gun? They said that he did, but because but here's the thing though, even the even the prosecution, the other side, their DNA expert said, if he shot the gun the way anybody in that car said, he, or any of those girls said he shot the gun, 
his DNA wouldn't be inconclusive. It would be on there a hundred percent. Oh, true. So there, it wouldn't be no like. And mind you, inconclusive means you can't say it was or it wasn't. Okay, so then if that's the case, then that part of that is probably the fact that see, I think, like I said, I think Kelsey shot her. I think Kelsey's I, the one who shot her. I believe that Toy shot in the air to sit there and like defuse the situation, but I believe that Kelsey definitely did it. Me personally, but I think like they can't get Kelsey because she has immunity. Because once you have immunity, you can't really touch her. So who's the next person in the line to get it? Tori. And plus, look at the way the society is set up well, and, 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 thing. and the things that we've been well, setting up. Real with quick, this. here's the thing: it's not that they couldn't get her; they just chose not to do their. They chose not to do their job. Well, that happened. That's another thing that happens all the time too. No, not like this. Not like this. No, no, no. I'm saying cops are not going through and not well, going I, I the get, evidence. That's, I, what, that's what I'm saying. No, I get yeah. that, but it's different when you have a whole other suspect there just choosing to circumvent to go to one person. Right. 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 That's the difference. Because even if they don't want, even though they got told a story by a victim, cops are told to follow the chain of evidence because victims can lie. But how often do they listen to that shit? More often than you think. Because mm. victims can lie. Like, yes. this is just standard procedure. Victims lie, like, 70% of the so, time, So, and that's bro. why cops are taught to ch- follow the chain of evidence. Because the evidence will tell you the story that no one wants to tell you. Right. And none of that evidence, the best they have is circumstantial. Like, um, and even, this is the crazy part to me, even after the guilty verdict, mm-hmm. why are they going so hard to try to bring out all the evidence now and show it to the public? Because they know that if he goes for an appeal, he might very well go, he might very well go off. There's a very good chance of that. Yeah, Whether, I, I, I can see him... Matter of fact, when he when the verdict happened, and based off the way that his father reacted, I'm honestly sitting there and saying that he he's gonna definitely appeal it. And I'm not gonna say he's gonna get off completely, but he's definitely gonna get a reduced sentence. I can see him getting a reduced sentence, but he is gonna serve prison time. I, I can tell. I don't know. I can see. I can see. Him well, too. I mean, personally, I think he'll probably serve time, even it with the appeal. If like, let's say the appeal is successful. Mm-hmm. He'll still serve time because they're going to sit there and make him sit until that appeal happens. Because that's not going to be immediate either. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But also, my thing is, if he was that guilty, why is it such a media blitz to make him even more guilty than he already is? Right. Like, why are you? Why do you have certain blogs going so hard to try to make it seem like he's even more guilty because, or try to kill any kind of conversation otherwise? Mm. To me, because it sounds like a lot of people are getting paid off. Like when his fa- like that's why I feel like they're going so hard to discredit his father because outside the Rock Nation shit, his father said some real shit. Why was the defense's witness meeting with the prosecutors before the trial before he testified? Right. And also, let's be real. The prosecution picked and chose what testimony they wanted to be fact and what they wanted to throw away. Right. And in the case, you really should you really can't do that. You can't say on one hand Kelsey's unreliable. Like, Kelsey can lie. Like, Kelsey won't stand lied. Or you can't say she lied on the stand. But now that she lied, you can't say that the previous interview they did, which is still illegal because there wasn't an actual police presence there. That was just the prosecution, which means that only that one side got to take the story. And if you really, and I'm being, I'm being very honest, if you're not trying to be Team Tory or Team Megan, you can hear the prosecutors try to lead Kelsey into putting Tori back into the story. Because, mm-hmm. like, most of that 80-minute phone call was about her issues with Megan, which says a lot about that whole night. Yeah. They was... had to keep reminding her to try to bring Tori in to throw him in at the end. Right. And let's be real. If Kelsey... Let's, let's, let's say 
if nothing else, Kelsey had gun, just gun, just had gunpowder residue on her. Mm-hmm. That's enough to make her a suspect. All right. So why isn't she being investigated the way Tori is? I don't know. It's an interesting question. And again, my personal thing is, and that's why I'm, and I'm again, I'm not no, I'm not such a fan of the nigga where I can't act like facts ain't facts. But let's not act like this nigga had a fair trial going in. He didn't. She had didn't. two years to write a narrative about this nigga. That that stuck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's correct. I feel like that jury went in there and they weren't biased about the situation. Right. And again, and here's my thing being real. Any victim, if you're really a victim, I don't think you have a problem being asked questions. No. Wait, like, I'm being real, unless you have something to hide. Hmm. And now we're talking about now we're talking about people's testimonies and shit, right? How come now that the the um the the witness that the independent witness that saw what happened, now that his testimony doesn't line up with Megan or Kelsey's story, and here's the thing: why did both of them lie about a fight that night? I don't know. Because they try to hide something. They're trying. They're trying to like protect each other. That I think because of the protecting the women um, narrative, I guess. Well, because it would call in a question. I was just a guess, by the way. Well, it calls in a question like, "Did Tori really shoot you?" Because like, or even basic motive. Because they're trying. And mind you, this is my issue with the whole thing. Every time she said what happened, I felt like she was playing on niggas' intelligence. Right. First, this whole dance bitch dance thing. I'm like, this sound like Cap. And now, you he's shooting at you because you said his music was trash. Like, bitch, right. you must think we all stupid. Hmm. Some people do. And again, let's be real. That whole hurt black woman shit—that's almost a perfect defense for any com- against any common sense or just, you know, non-biased asking questions type shit. Right. Because all Megan do is ask is go cry black woman instead of actually answering any questions. Mm. So I mean, personally, like, and the thing is, is in this case has nothing but reasonable doubt. So my thing is the fact that this nigga came back all three charges was guilty. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. It because was, to me, they they haven't. I'm sorry, they haven't. They haven't really proven anything. You still haven't proven the gun was his. Even um, Megan's assistant or a hairstylist or stylist in general, even said he really tried not to say it. But mm-hmm. look, go look at his testimony. He said like, I saw something that was olive green, but I can't be sure if it was a handgun. Right. Come to find out, the handgun is an olive green 22. Hmm. But we don't. But now that's not that's not important because it does it doesn't align with what Megan and Kelsey said. Mm-hmm. And also back to the best friend, the best friend went on the stand, and now we're under oath. Went on the stand, and perjured and after herself get, <laughs> and after herself. getting immunity and perjured and here, herself. What the fuck did you get immunity for if you were still going to plead the fifth and perjure yourself? <laughs> like that's the part. And mind you. Plead the f- and this is why I hate black people so much because niggas don't ever listen. It's always some see people. Emotion. America, he finally admits. No, 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 I'm fucking with you. Come no. on, no, this is this is nigga life, like real talk. There you go. Like it's too Get much, em- too much emotion and not actually like comp reading comprehension and looking at facts. Right. Because first off, immunity means you were getting off because you had something to do with this. Mm-hmm. Two. Plead the fifth isn't just I want to. I don't want to talk or I don't want to answer a question. It's I don't want to answer a question because I will incriminate myself if I do. Meaning this bitch has something to do with it. Yeah, no, that's what it means. 
and and this is why I say I think Tori went down to protect Megan's brand because Megan's brand is being a girl's girl, being that bitch for all the women in the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's, so that's definitely you, a part of her brand, yes. So if you find out she's sneak is she's sneaking her friend behind her back, it's gonna change her brand because now she can't play that no more because we see how you move. Right. And the scary part about this for me is that women are going so hard for a bitch, they want to trust around their men in the first place. <laughs> like, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. Now you're trying to be funny, but like that's the thing. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't particularly meant to be funny. I just laughed because I just realized that is a good point. And I, um, somebody said it best, and I, this is what I think really is the issue. A lot of women turn Tory Lanez into their abusers, and that's why they're going so hard for Megan. Mm, that's an interesting aspect. I because think about that a lot you, of people, because I feel like a lot of black women feel like if they can get Tory Lanez to go down, then in some way they're getting justice against their abusers that they don't want to admit that they don't want to go. There's with a lot of projection going on because they're abusing shit. Yes, exactly, definitely, definitely, definitely. And abuse victims do often do that a lot because, like, you know, and not saying that they're not they don't have no credit to go off of because there's a lot. It's a the abuse cycle is a vicious fucking cycle. Absolutely, it's a 100 percent vicious fucking cycle. But not everybody. But we still got to give the uh, benefit of the doubt that people can change everything. I'm not saying that like you should sit there and like right off the bat like sit there and be like, nah, that motherfucker's not changing. Let them prove it to you that they're changing and actually stick with it. And then you sit there and go from there. Not sit there and say that everybody, because there are a lot of situations that can be, excuse me, my bad, misinterpreted into thinking that it's a abuse cycle when honestly it's just a misunderstanding. Like the Jer- like the Jerome Davis situation that just happened with the boxer. Mm-hmm. The Tank, I think his name is Tank. Javante Davis. Javante Davis, yeah. His, his, his whole... Girl sat there and just did, and this is what makes it hard for abuse victim victims too to get like believed and um to get like you know um the ones who really be going for it because she sat there and said all that shit about him and then retracted her statement like literally two days later and sat there and said like and admitted that like yo she was just in her feelings and she did it you know and then the man was in jail already and everything like that and shit is sad yo she should go to jail for that but that but that's besides the point but what I'm saying is that it breeds that kind of culture. This type of shit that's happening in this case. But the real important thing is that Megan got some type of justice in some way, shape, or form. Because she did get shot. She is a victim. She is a victim. We may not, we may not, she may, she may not, she may not, she may not, she may not be playing the victim card the way that she needs to play it, but she did get shot. That is being confirmed. I'm not arguing that. So, so, okay, so, so I want her, I, I, I'm just saying, I personally just want her to have peace of mind. No, fuck that. But, I, but, but. But it is wrong for sit there to somebody to go down just because you feel like it. We can't go off this narrative that feelings are facts because feelings are not facts all the time. They're just feelings. Feelings cannot be facts. Again, I am with the whole you were hurt. I'm just saying. And somebody hurt you, fine. My issue comes in when we get to the who shot you and you lying about it. Yes. Because you even, should have just le- it left goes, it alone and left it, it in court. It goes even worse than not that. Not go to social media, not sit there and run spin a narrative here's off the thing it. That, here's the crazy part. Get it to sell your album it would, and all that. It wouldn't that. have been picked up if she didn't go to social media and dry snitch. No, that, well, no that's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. If she should have never went to social media, she would have just sat there and just left it alone and put it in the court. Because it was eventually going to go to court anyway. Shit like that has to go to court. No, it really wasn't. They weren't going to investigate this shit because they really... Don't have a case against Tory. Yeah, and only, so, it only became it only became a thing once she said it because now the LAPD is forced to investigate because it's like that's like a that's like a victim saying something. Police aren't going to at least do due diligence, right? And I think it became a bigger thing because when you realize that from top to bottom there was a lot of prosecutorial mis um, 
mishandling, uh, the LAPD mishandled the investigation. Mm-hmm. Like even the fucking detective was choosing not to go interview certain people, ask certain questions, or even follow up on certain claims that were in Tory's favor because he just thought it wasn't worth it. Right. And right. when and I'm sorry. We live in America. We've been sending black men to jail for the smallest shit. And I'm sorry, this is on the certain level, on certain, uh, in a certain sense, the same on the same level as some Emmett Till type shit. Right. You really condemning niggas over half-assed stories and no facts. Because let's be real, Megan can be a victim all she wants. I don't give a fuck. When you literally, let's be real, the only reason why people are questioning why she got shot is because she lied about it herself, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason why people are sitting here thinking that our question did you sleep with this nigga because you've been lying about it this whole time right how does the best friend get left out of it and literally if you really like if you watch the um you listen to the court or what's the I'm sorry and I think one of the biggest things that came out recently was like the jail call that yeah. they were saying oh that nigga admitted which is which I don't understand how that shit is getting leaked like that but okay I think now that it's not it's not in trial it's more public records now oh okay but right, even, even even I was like, that's mad convenient that it's just getting leaked after like, a, like here's my, here's, literally like a day or two after the trial's done. Well, that makes sense. But he here's my issue with that though: if he was as guilty as y'all say he was, and it was so unanimous, why are you still going so hard to prove he's guilty? Right. I no, I agree on that. I and on that. top of that, that jail call did not do shit because he like to me he well not to me but in just anybody who's not trying to just make this nigga in, instantly guilty. This nigga never said, I'm sorry for shooting you. You don't know what he's apologizing for. So you cannot just infer meaning on it because you feel a certain type of way. Right. And that's the thing. Once, once it goes back to what I'm saying, feelings are not facts. Exactly. Can and be facts. honestly, let's be real. We but have, we live in a world where we're trying to make that a real narrative, that feelings are better exactly. than facts. And, it's, and it shouldn't be that way. And look, because not every situation calls for that. And the, now think about it. This one being real. This is how I knew he was never going to get a fair trial. This girl has had two years to drive the boat, create whatever narrative she wanted, lie about it, come back, justify it, and lie again. And now anything like, were you? Did you get updates from the trial at all? No, I I was I was studying for my test. Okay, well, okay. long story short, anytime any evidence came out that might be in Tori's favor, it was always treated as, oh, now he's trying to find a way to weasel out of this because he shot her. Rather right. than treating it as actual evidence and a counter to her story. Right. Her story was taken as gospel, even though it has holes in it. Because to me, the moment she went to that inner King interview and lied, should have been she should have been done. Yeah, because any good lawyer would tell you you should be doing that shit right before you. Because now you want about the very basis of this whole pro this whole situation and what happened. Right, exactly. And again, that jail phone call. If you're not just trying to make this nigga guilty and you're looking at certain things, if Tori beat this beat the best friend away, the best friend claims happened. Why are you answering the phone call first of all? Mm-hmm. Secondly, if it's if he did all that, why do y'all? Why are you more calm than anything else? Like if you really felt like this man was such a threat to your life, you wouldn't have answered the phone call. You wouldn't have stayed on the phone call, and you wouldn't have told them where you were at and where Megan was at if he was such a threat to you and your best friend. Yep, there's mad holes in the story, bro. And why is he apologizing to you more than he's apologizing to Megan, Mm. his quote-unquote victim? Maybe because when he said he put that shit on blast, it shit went so south, and that's how it led to that. Yep. And again, the whole, I'm sorry, I was so drunk, I don't even remember what we were arguing about, that can mean a lot of things. Yep, it could. So what the fuck? And that's what I'm saying. How do you just jump to he did that shit? 
Because that's you putting a lot of words in his mouth that didn't really come out. That's true, too. And again, everything about his defense was painted as too little too late because this girl's been lying about it for two years. You think any jury wasn't going to have, wasn't going to, have to sit there and go up against what she said? Mm. And now, I will agree. There were certain points I think his lawyers could have definitely gone harder with. But I do believe, though... It was never going to be. He was never. No matter what his lawyers did, they weren't going to sit there and hold and hold. Let that shit hold weight. Mm-hmm. That's why I think he'll probably have a better <sighs> chance during an appeal because now it's easier. It's easier to attack a line of questioning than it is a victim. Right. Because make all. What did Megan do? She didn't really answer no questions. All she did was go up there, lie about the fight, and then cry and act and say, "Oh, I wish I had died." Yeah, that but was then, some wild shit. And here's the crazy part. They want and they people are saying like, oh, Tori should have got on the stand and did this and third. Like, did you not hear what the prosecutor said? They was gonna make it. They was they wasn't even gonna ask him about the shooting. They were gonna ask about the Travis Scott beef, the August Alcina incident, everything that had nothing to do with this case. Right. To a character assassinate this nigga. So why would anybody go on the stand knowing that that's what they're gonna do? Yeah, there's mad holes in it. Let's get okay, a second opinion. Yeah, what do you think about what the Meg Thee Stallion uh, and Tori Lane said? Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> like multiple people are bringing up like news sources and stuff, flipping the situation. Oh, Meg's in the wrong. I like Meg doing so. Oh no, Tori's in the wrong. It don't involve y'all. At the end of the day, they're gonna find out if he shot her or not. So like he did, he did shoot her, right? They really didn't. They haven't proven anything. Exactly. But people are just speculating, doing all like false details and stuff, which is um, bringing more stuff, making more stuff complicate, comp, what is the word, complicated, right? Yeah. They're making everything more complicated. Now everybody else looking at this like, oh yeah, now we gotta be on this side, and like, usually, I'm not gonna say all the time, but usually the law is gonna follow the public side, like um. Who is it that beat that case? Oh my god, I, I can't think. But there was a person, a celebrity who. Oh, like, Johnny Depp. Huh? Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, I think it might have been. Who like had the public side on everything? No matter like what evidence they gave him stuff. Meanwhile, I was still on this side. Johnny Depp all day. But like the public had his side, so you know, like the judge. Jeremy had his side too, and everything. But even with the giant death thing, though, remember they then when them recordings got leaked, and she literally admitted, "Johnny, I didn't slap you; I just hit, hit you, you. like shit, like that." Right, right. Here's what, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. That's was what is that? That sounds like an open confession that you did some shit, right? Yeah, it definitely is. Now take Tori's jail call to the best friend. All he said was, "Yo, I'm so sorry. I would have never done that shit if I was drunk." Blah 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 blah. Like I don't even know what he was arguing about. Did he ever sit there and say, I'm sorry, I shot Meg? And honestly, that's the thing. And most people and most people who aren't sitting there just trying to jump to guilty are saying, like, yo, he could easily be apologizing for putting the secret out that him and Meg were sleeping to the best friend. And if we go if we're arguing motive, who has more motive to shoot this bitch? The guy who you just said, oh, his music sucks when we know he made better music than her. Let's not play this game. Mm-hmm. Or the best friend who just found out you were sleeping with her man behind her back. That's the best thing. And exact. And now, why are they lying? Why do they keep? Why did both Megan and Kelsey lie about having a fight? But the 
eyewitness sat there and said, I saw them fighting outside the car. Then I saw one of the girls go back into the car, and then I saw a gun flat, a gun a muzzle flash go off. Yeah. And then you see Tory Lanez jump out the car. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, that's nothing but reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Cause now, cause now, this happened in like California, right? Mm-hmm. Gun laws master. Exactly. Now they, they have to crack down even harder on this. He was like, all right, first of all, why do you have a gun? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And second, did you shoot it on purpose? No, if you even shot it at all, was it on purpose? Was it an accident? Did somebody take your weapon, your fingerprints still on it? Because I forgot who said something. But like his finger... His fingerprints was on the gun, but not the bullet. Nah, it was um. Oh. There was at least four people's different, four different DNA signatures on the gun, mm. so they can't say it was him or it wasn't. Exactly. But then they also said there was his DNA wasn't on the gun magazine, and all they could, what they could conclude though, was that a female's DNA was on there. Mind you, they never tested the best friend. They never tested Megan. They didn't. They did none of that. They just went straight to Tory. Now they know Kelsey. They know the best friend had gunshot residue on her because they had to do that bare minimum. But they never, they chose not to test her DNA. Yeah. So and plus, if his if his gun if his fingerprints aren't on the magazine, that kind of that starts to get into the the area of can you really say it was his gun? Because if it was his gun, he would have had to load it at some point in time. Yeah. So his DNA would be on there. And even the def- even it's the prosecution. Not like, it's not like people's running around with like magazines. To, hey. He got the perfect gun for this magazine I'm holding my bag. Let me just use that. Boom. And even on the other side, the people trying to put him in jail, their DNA expert came up and said, like, he would have assumed that if he shot the gun five times, like it's being claimed, his DNA wouldn't be, it would be conclusive. You would see his DNA on there. You can't, but they can't say it's on there or not because they can't prove it. So this is starting, this is nothing. And mind you, they're not, their job isn't to prove that he's innocent. It's to prove reasonable doubt that any reasonable person can't sit there and say, like, I can say 100% sure he did it. And this is the thing. All this, inconsistent witnesses, no DNA, like, literally either no DNA on the gun, basically no DNA on the gun because you can't call it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So if you can't call it one way or the other, it's a wash. So no DNA on the gun. And then lie, the witnesses have been lying back and back, back to back, and try, both of them tried to cover up a fight between them. So how do how do twelve people go in there and say guilty on all charges? You know something crazy? Cause I guarantee you, in like a week, all oh, it's gonna be like, oh, oh shoot, that's a that's a plot hole. That's a plot hole. All right, we gotta figure it out in detail. Now someone else, someone across the street, gonna be like, oh yeah, I saw this happen. Now he gonna throw everything into rigs. Like, then why didn't you say something from the beginning? Why did you wait until they your side that you wanted to? Your side that wants to win, like, cat. Like, um... Yeah, like, why you just saying stuff now? Why you just bring in crucial details and stuff? Throwing everything in, just trying to mix everything up. So I feel like some of the details we get in is not 100% true. Right. And like, like, a lot of... Just, y'all just saying stuff to hope, make it better, you know? And mind you, here's the thing, though, that's kind of crazy to me. If he's that guilty and it's so open and shut, right? Now you got certain bloggers trying to put out the evidence and say like, to bury him further because they're trying to throw off his appeal. And again, if a nigga's that guilty, right? 
you should, in all three counts of guilty, right, as guilty as it was, y'all shouldn't really be trying that hard to throw off an appeal if he was that guilty. Like, this is something, these are moves like guilty niggas make. That's why my issue is kind of like, if it's that open and shut, then let it be open and shut. Why are we still going this hard after the fact? Mm-hmm. And again, it's literally, I'm sorry for what happened. I would have never did that if I was drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't even move like that. Where in there do you get, I'm sorry I shot you? You don't. But somehow, and people are saying that evidence, that testimony, that phone call from jail is the evidence that got him locked up. How does that work? And then you think about this, the best friend, right? Or even, not the best friend, but the independent witness. They're choosing to go on his, like, they, um, they said the best friend lied on the stand after she got immunity and then said, I plead the fifth. And then even after pleading the fifth, she was still forced to answer questions. She said, I lied on the previous interview that was done, um, what, like a week or whatever before all this. I'm not, I'm not sure when that happened initially. It was a while ago, right? So they said, okay, if you're going to lie in the stand, we're going to use your initial testimony, or not initial, but initial um, deposition that wasn't under oath. So basically, this girl could be lying to save her own ass, but they're trying to take it as fact. Uh-huh. And then you see, if you've seen that 80 minute video, she talked more about her and Megan's issues rather than Tori's. The prosecutors, aka the lawyers, had to remind this girl to bring Tori's name up in it. Like, if that and this thing, like, shit like that. No, like, you could honestly prove, like, oh, she's not mentioning Tori. Tori probably doesn't have... Of course, he's involved. Yeah, exactly. He, he was there. But, like, he's not as involved as we think it is. It's not, like, him and Megan. No, it's the best friend and Megan. And then Tori's, like, there, too. But they're going to always switch to the narrative because nobody cares about Megan versus the best friend. Ah, oh, nah, it's Megan versus Tori. Hey. That's what we want to hear. This is what's going to get us, like, more views. Oh, uh, we've seen this on the news. That even court case. Yeah, this is gaining popularity. This is gaining popularity and stuff. Yeah. Megan versus Tori. Megan versus Tori. Nobody want to hear, oh, Megan versus her friend. Oh, no. What's going to happen now? Like I said, he's gonna keep filling. He's gonna keep filling in the plot points, or like little details that's gonna shift the narrative to whoever side the public is. Mm-hmm. So as that to me, that sounds like. And mind you, she had two years to talk while he was ordered by the court not to be able to speak. Mm-hmm. To me, that sounds like nothing but one person be able to drive the boat for two years, and then now, and mind you, everything when that came out on trial that was like kind of sus about her story. It was treated as, oh, this nigga, now he's trying to weasel out of, you know, exactly. whatever. Rather than treating it like, maybe he, this nigga might just be telling the truth and this bitch lied. Again, if they beat him in court, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. But the fact, and just to say he can't, and the fact that people told me went in there and came back with all guilty verdicts, they didn't prove he had a gun because even um, their best friend, the stylist, said, like, he saw an olive green handle, but he couldn't say it was a gun or not and I think he was really trying not just not to be messy with it so he even spared Megan on that mm-hmm. but he but they also asked him like when her and Kelsey her and her best friend aren't traveling by aren't traveling with security do they have weapons on them she's like yeah I've seen pepper spray taser so it's like okay so they at least have something with them yeah again and now we're talking and, it, and mind you you saw how they threw out what she said on the stand and went for what she said beforehand right yeah now let's go to the independent so witness that's the only detail they care about 
Oh, now let's go to the next. Let's go to the witness who said that he saw them girls having a fight. They chose to took. They chose. Now they're choosing to believe whatever he says on the stand, right? Mm-hmm. Which um, which contradicts a lot of what he said in his initial statement. So mind you, why did something change? Why did the story change for you that much from then until now? And then how come we can believe what you say on the stand, but we're going, well, we're going to ignore what you said the first time? So now they're picking and choosing what story they want to they want to go with and what story is invalid. And exactly. to me, that's pushing the narrative. And again, and that's what that's all the evidence they had because also the best friend, the stylist, whatever, the handgun that showed. And mind you, he they were like, oh, they said the stylist said he they left him and that's how they ended up with Tori. No, the stylist said I didn't leave them. I waited for them to go and they said, oh, we're going with Tori. He literally put their bags into Tori's truck. Mm-hmm. So again, how? Can you say it's Tory's gun when their bags were put into Tory's truck without his knowledge, and then you see a woman go into the car, and the next thing you see is a muzzle flash go off, mm. and the only reason they're saying it's Tory's gun is because one, it was his truck and it was found under his seat. Mm. Two things, and that's called circumstantial evidence, and that means you can say it was, you can, it can look like this, but you can't say for sure it was this. Reasonable doubt on the gun charge. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the fight. If and mind you, the best friend said Tori um, punched her in the face, dragged her by her hair, ripped some of her hair out, did all this to her. Right? How come we don't have no other charges on Tori? Yeah. Besides just this, and mind you, they tried to throw extra charges in there during the trial, and that shit got thrown out. Right. Easily. The exactly. So how? So again, and mind you, if it's a nigga who did all that to you, beat you down, shot your best friend, why you on the phone with this nigga telling you, telling him where your best friend is at, the hospital, uh, I understand, blah, 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 and then meeting up with the nigga afterwards to get your shit, if it's that dangerous and all that. More reasonable doubt. They need you to be guilty, that's why. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm not, I'm with, I support black women, I'm not with that whole protect black women bullshit, because... I'm sorry, nah. Everybody lie, and honestly, let's be real. Her biggest fan, her fan's biggest defense for this whole shit is why would she lie? <laughs> and my thing is, you give anybody enough incentive, they're gonna lie for that shit. So it don't matter to me. Yeah. But anybody lies, and l- let's be real. Why would she lie? Have you seen how big her career has gotten over the last two years? Crazy. I'm seeing, is. I'm seeing two years and three Grammys worth of why would somebody lie? Yeah, she's not slowing down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This has become the biggest part of her career. I'm sorry, like, and mind you, if in this here's hear me out, and that's this is where I'm gonna get a little conspiracy. If she was assigned to anybody else other than Rock Nation, I wouldn't think that. But look at how Rock Nation has handled certain shit like this in the past. Look at the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation. Mm-hmm. This is literally like that one for one. Yeah. And look, Rihanna's career was never bigger than after that Chris Brown situation. And what did they do? They definitely boosted They it. made sure they kept that Rihanna bruised up face and shit in the forefront of the media. So, literally, Chris Brown couldn't say anything edgewise. Yeah. And then what happened almost like 10, 15 years down the road? That documentary he made about what happened came out, and even she approved it to say that so she knew what she was doing. And come to find out, it wasn't just him beating her ass. It was literally a fight. Not saying he should have done it, but let's not act like she was some innocent victim who got molly by this nigga. Yeah. But now the story's coming out 10 years later after y'all destroyed this nigga's career and changed his life. Now the whole the, this, the messier details can come out. And then they try, I think they tried it with another rapper. I forgot the nigga's name. I, I don't know why I say mystical. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's the nigga name or somebody else they had on their label. It didn't work out for them because they couldn't prove it. 
So like they literally have a track record of doing this type of shit, and true and let, they'll use a domestic situation to boost their female artists because we all act like Rihanna was big wasn't like Rihanna's career wasn't boosted by the Chris Brown situation. It, def- it definitely was. Yeah, it was. This just sounds like they didn't expect it to go this far. Like I and mind you, I think they wanted Tory to take that plea deal when they offered it to him, and he was like, "Nah, I'm fucking going to trial with this because you can't you can't prove I did this shit." Like literally. If you take away what she said and the narrative, look at the facts, none of it really points towards Tory and points towards the best friend. The only thing that really indicates Tory and why the police only moved once she said it is because she said it. They trying to do the guilty until proven innocent thing. Exactly. That's basically, that's basically it's supposed to be all the way around, but that's basically what they're doing right now. And mind you, they were they were going to, and he didn't want to go on the stand. They were going to bring up like, they tried to like his defense team tried to bring up like, oh, what did her best friend say in her diss track? Because her best friend said a lot of contradictory shit to her statement. And now you got to invest. They instead of actually bringing the best friend back on, they put an investigator up there, and all the investigator did was lie and act like she didn't know what she was talking about. Like when she said, "Oh, do you really know who shot you?" Or she is she referring to this? She's like. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, man, you got a lyric sheet right here. You see what she's talking about, but you're playing ignorant now. Right. So, again, it sounds like... Because someone told her to shut up before she actually spills more details than they was planning. And as soon as this happened, Tory Lane's father came out and said, like, this is some fucked up shit. He's seen... Er- There's so, many, so much evidence that's been buried in the situation. The witness that put them to having a fight and was really on Tory's side changed his story before, after meeting with the prosecutors. Yep. Like, shit like that, that matters. Yeah, it does. So, and now... All and you shit s- like that does happen. All you see is them going... In court. And a all lot you see more now people is people to trying to make it... Trying to make a... Make a joke out of his father and shit. Because they... Because now you saw that whole Blaming on Rock Nation shit. Yeah, that was going to be the next... That was going to be one of the next subjects. Blaming on Rock Nation. Because this is all Rock Nation's fault. But is, my thing is, let's and Jay Z, it's all Jay Z's fault. But we've heard we've heard <laughs> niggas talk about how Rock Nation moved dirty for years, right? Yeah, but you know what I've heard more. I've heard so more. It's just the certain people that's in the Rock Nation. I don't. I don't want to put the blame on Jay Z because a lot of people have said like Jay Z has nothing to do with that shit. Man, fuck that. I'm sorry. Can we please stop doing that shit? No, 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 no. No, nah, nah, I'm, nah. I'm sorry, but be be real though. Keep it keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. When it's all good, it's Jay Z's Rock Nation, right? But when it's going bad, oh, we don't want to blame Jay Z. No, I'm keep I'm it. Saying, cu- keep it. No, cu- because it's very well possible that he doesn't deal with the day to day shit and everything like that. And people just but he's the face of it. That's just because nigga, the nigga, face are you going to sit here and act like Jay Z's not the face of Rock Nation? I said you can be the face of it and still not sit there and really take any care or know what's going on. And people can still sit there and keep shit in the dark from you. That definitely can happen. That definitely does happen. Okay, it does. It does. Alright, alright, I mean, give them that. Alright, fine. I'm not saying one way or the other. I just, I find it very funny because. No, I, I'm, I'm not, not saying that. I'm not saying that. And let's not, and I'm, alright, no. let's move past Jay Z. I'm talking about Rock Nation as an organization themselves. No, Rock Nation as an organization how has moved, has definitely moved shady. There's been all definitely right, so deals. I, how come now we, we, we can't, we can't imagine them doing that shit because now it's not convenient? No, I can't imagine Rock Nation doing that. I'm not no, saying, I'm saying, but no, I'm, I'm talking, saying Jay Z. I'm talking about people, though. People are acting like this shit can't move. And mind you, let's. Again, people have been saying Jay-Z's been shady for years. So now this... Oh, he had nothing to do with this? Right. It sounded like a hit job with my nigga. Right. Like, um... I, to me, it sounded like that nigga was killed before he even stepped in that courtroom. Oh, Tory? Yeah. They definitely... 
I definitely think that they would definitely, like I said, I think they need a fall person. But, you know, it, it'd be like that. And, um, but I want to know, you know, do we bring LeBron or do we bring Kobe? Who do we blame in this situation? Whose fault is it really? For what? For everything going on. <laughs> <In your life. laughs> huh? It's Mark Cuban's. It's Mark Cuban's? Yeah. Damn. Blame the white man. All right. Okay. Blame the white man. <laughs> <laughs> blame the man that don't do nothing. <laughs> blame the billionaire that don't do nothing. But it's all good. Um, once again, shout out to everybody. By the time y'all going to hear this, it's going to be the new year. So, happy new year from all of us at J.O.D., at Jersey Zone Dynasty, a.k.a. Happy J.O.D. New happy new year. Pop champagne. We popped champagne earlier. Shit was beautiful. I hope everything's good out there. I hope y'all doing great. Shout out to our sponsorship. Shout out to everybody in the year 2022. Who plus? Stop it. Shout out, shout out to everybody. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Go ahead. Say your thumbs up. Sorry. And this is another thing with this trial that is going to be real fun on appeal. His driver was there. And that's the fourth person in the car that was driving. That they couldn't find. They couldn't. They, they just found him. They, I don't think they, they never said they couldn't find him. They said they couldn't find Megan's bodyguard. Right. So, again, that's a, that's the only person in that car who wasn't drunk. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, oh, we can't believe him because he's biased to Tory. But isn't Kelsey, isn't Megan's best friend biased to her? Mm-hmm. So now we picking and choosing whose statements is going to be fact. I don't know. Maybe you should be a lawyer. Maybe you should fire his lawyer and hire you. No, I just said that you ain't got to be a lawyer to have common sense and discernment. Honestly, it's and that's the thing. I was more inclined to like just be like, "Damn, or you fucking up." But the more they moved, the more I just saw like y'all like y'all think we stupid, or you think I'm stupid at least. Yeah, shit is crazy. But like I said, we talked a lot about this thing. It's been a crazy year. We want to thank everybody who's pressed play and listened to us in 2022. We're looking forward to a very big 2023. We got a lot of plans coming for y'all. A lot, a lot, a lot of plans that are going matching right now. Jay's on Dynasty is about to about to hit y'all with a, like a tidal wave. These are facts. Pun intended. But like I said, we want to thank everybody for coming out. Free Tory till it's backwards. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's his personal thing. Can't sit there and knock him for it. You got anything to say? Nah. He ain't got nothing to say. So this is JLD. This is Kizzy Kid, the boss down himself. This is Dave Ruffin, a.k.a. the talent, no, a.k.a. the it. voice, stop a.k.a. This is Dave Ruffin and the rest of the Temptations, nigga. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And like I said, once again, shout out to Spotify, shout out to Anchor, shout out to everybody who, um, shout out to uh, everybody who's ever sat there and press play. Excuse me. Shout out to Tuba. We love y'all. Everything's good. We wish y'all nothing but success, happiness, and everything in between. Let's go get it. 2023. Shout out to everybody popping bottles and having drunk conversations oh tonight, God. too. <laughs> All right. Just wrap it up. It's wrapped.